This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hello and welcome to the Girl Fit Method podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Wakefield, and I am here to help you take charge of your health, get empowered, and ultimately become the best version of yourself. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the podcast, guys. I am so happy to be here. I had to take a break last week because I almost completely lost my voice. So I still sound really raspy, but I am here. I'm alive and well, and I'm so excited to bring you this week's episode. I'm going to be chatting with Coach Jana, Coach Vanessa, two incredible coaches here at Girl Fit Method, and we're going to be talking about all things body image our journey with body image and what's helped us in the hopes that, well, I know it's going to provide so much value for you all. So I can't wait to dive into it. First of all, I did just want to mention that we are running our Black Friday sale. This is a once a year offer, guys. So we are providing you with four weeks of free coaching when you sign up to our 16-week coaching program. So in total, that's 20 weeks of coaching, which is actually a really good amount of time. Changes don't happen overnight and really 16 weeks is our minimum for a reason. So having that additional month is just going to be completely invaluable Um, and it's completely free. So I would definitely recommend jumping on that. Now I'm going to link our application form in the show notes here. You can apply. Remember, if you can't find a suitable time to book in a call with me and I am taking all of my calls, so you will be speaking with me, then just send me a DM, send me an email and I'll be able to slot you into a a time that's going to be much more suitable for you and um, for your time zone, so where you're located. All right, that is enough from me. Let's dive into today's podcast episode. Hello and welcome back to the Girl Fit Method podcast. So on today's episode, I have the incredible assistant coaches of Girl Fit Method. We have head coach, Coach Vanessa and Coach Jana. Welcome. Hi, how are you? So excited to be on. So excited to have you and uh, this topic's a big one. So we decided we want to chat about body image and um, I guess like our journeys with our bodies, what's helped us and where we're at right now. And I think like with body image, it's kind of like a lifelong journey. I don't think anyone ever arrives to the point where they never have a negative thought about themselves or don't feel good enough at certain points in their lives. And it's just about really just trying to improve, right, like year from year. And so I guess this conversation isn't going to be about like us, you know, once had terrible body image and now we're killing it and feeling completely confident 100% of the time because that's just not really reality. But there's definitely been aspects of our journeys that we think are going to be really helpful for all of you and we just want to share them um, with you. So let's get stuck into it. All right, we're going to hand over to Coach Vanessa. You can kick things off for us. So tell us. When did it all start for you? Okay, let's do it. So when I originally really like got into fitness, I was about like a senior in high school. And luckily, I've never had to struggle with being overweight. And I just kind of got into the gym just because I was looking for something to do. 
I had a really deep desire to be athletic, even though I didn't play any sports. <laughs> so I wanted to be athletic really bad and have that like athletic body type and be considered really fit. Like I always thought being fit was a really great compliment. So I went to the gym and I, you know, I started doing just random workouts, whatever. And I met with one of the trainers that was at the gym and I told him just straight up, I was like, Hey, I, like, I really want a six pack. Like I really do. And he was like, okay, like just start doing cardio and eat less and move more, you know, very generic trainer, whatever. So I did just that. I ate less and I moved more and I did it in a very unhealthy way that I would not recommend. And I ended up getting abs in the worst way you possibly could. And I downregulated my hormones a bunch. I did all the wrong things. And so I kind of had to crawl myself out of that. And it's so funny that we're talking about body image because I've come through my hormone journey and everything like that. And I think the worst my body image ever was, was during that time when I was shredded. So I think it's so interesting that a lot of the girls we coach and everything like that, like a lot of the desire is to be lean. And I can kind of talk about like from being that really, really lean, like body type and everything like that considered really super fit. I think that was the worst my body image ever was. And I think it's so interesting to talk about that aspect because from there, I've obviously gained weight, got my hormones back in line, everything like that. And I think my body image now is the best it's ever been. And I weigh a lot more than I did in that when I was looking to be shredded and have abs. So I think it's just interesting. And like you said, it's definitely a very long journey of body image. And I think it comes with a lot of time, honestly, for a lot of people being into fitness for a long time and pushing your strength and focusing on how strong you are and your energy levels and being really healthy. And I think with body image, a lot of it doesn't really have to do with your body more so, but I think when you are struggling with body image, like everyone does, I think taking that focus and shifting it into performance and everything like that is really helpful. 100%. Just going onto your point about um, being at your leanest and thinking that your body image was probably at its worst, that that is pretty much 99% of the time, I think, for most people. And the reason is, is because you know, when you are chasing a certain look, generally you are becoming super obsessed and hyper-focused on that. And that is your everything, right? And you're putting, in a way, like putting all of your eggs in one basket, thinking that, hey, once I look a certain way, that's when I'm going to feel good about myself. I'm going to feel happy. And so all your focus is achieving this goal. And usually when you achieve that goal, that goal, you hit with the reality that, Actually, it's got nothing to do with your appearance. You get to that body, you get to that weight, and you're still you. You still have the same feelings about you. That doesn't change anything. And I think there's a difference between feeling comfortable and confident in your body, and I think that is something that we all should feel. However, that is not attained by your exterior, right? Well, your your confidence within yourself, like true confidence with yourself is not attained by a certain look or a certain number. That starts first. That has to start from within. And then what we do is we then get into a body or we make choices in our life and create habits that serve that, right? Because we respect ourselves and we like the way who we are and we want to ensure that we are looking after ourselves. And that's usually when you get the body where 
you're pretty happy with, right? But sometimes it's what, what we do is we do it the opposite and we flip it and it's kind of like we think getting to this particular point or achieving this kind of goal physique is what's actually going to make the internal happy when it's not and it's a massive letdown. And I would say I was the same, exact same as you. The leanest I've ever been is the most miserable I've been. <laughs> yeah, for sure, because you're you're right. You're so hyper-focused on I want to get leaner, I want to get leaner, I want to get leaner. And you're getting leaner and you don't even know you are almost. You know what I'm saying? Like you almost are just like never satisfied. And it's such an interesting topic because I think you're totally right. Like you get to the place you want, you reach your goal, and there's still things within you that you don't like and that have nothing to do with your body image, right? And especially too, when you're really lean, you just don't feel that great and you're not that great of a person. So it's also like taking that and making sure you're being a good person and everything like that. That's when you start to feel really good and your body image kind of just follows that. And I think that's what you were saying with, with confidence, like when you feel really good and who you are and the personality traits you bring, that's when your body image kind of follows that. So I think that's an interesting thing to bring up. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Um, Jana, tell us about your history with your body. Yeah, for sure. So mine actually started very young, um, which is kind of unsettling when I think about it now and just like how I should have reached out for help so much earlier. But um, I remember being like very young, like in primary school, like in being very aware of my body and just like always comparing myself. And similar to to both of what you guys have said is Um, I was always a very lean child. I've always been kind of a lean person, Um, but it was really comments from people around me, um, family members, um, friends, and people that would just comment on their bodies or what they were eating. And um, I had, you know, I've been very open about like my um, diagnosed like anxiety and troubles there. And um, just, it wasn't like one thing. It was all kind of feeding into each other. Um, so I was just so hyper-focused on like me. And so when someone would say something, I would take it. And although I wouldn't take it, like it was coming at me, I would just be like, oh, well, if they think, you know, X, Y, Z about themselves, well, I should focus on that and make sure that I'm, you know, avoiding that. And I'm making sure, because now if I have that, or I do that, that's going to like, be a negative connotation on myself. Um, so I just remember being super hyper aware of it. Um, and always just trying to be like, I've always just had this, you know, pressure on myself of being like, just the best at what I do. So then there comes into this like competitive aspect where I don't want to go as far as to say like I was competing with other people. It was more like a competition with myself. Like if someone you know, if I looked at someone, I didn't think I was as lean as them. I'm like, oh, well, obviously there's nothing wrong with me. I'm just very hyper aware of my health. Like, oh, I'm just really healthy. That's why I don't eat this. Or that's why I'm working out or I need to compensate what I'm eating with by working out. So I just remember, um, just kind of going into a, uh, like a snowball effect. It was like one thing and then the other. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, how it started and just having that like control aspect around kind of body image and how it made me feel. But to Vanessa's point, um, I remember like being at my lowest weight and I still wasn't happy. It's like, I knew I was thin and I wasn't happy. (laughs) I was very irritable. Um, I was cold all the time. I was hungry. I was constantly thinking about food. Like I remember 
at my lowest, I would go to bed and like when you're flipping through your phone and you know how like Instagram will tell you like what you've been searching or like literally what you're thinking about, it would just have food, like people making food, desserts, all these things. Um, and I would just look through it and be like, oh, I'm going to make this. Oh, I'm going to make this and never make it. Like it was just like the snowball effect. Yeah, it's terrible. It's like, that's the thing that I think people don't understand is that if you are trying to attain a certain look and that look requires you to significantly underconsume for a long period of time, right? It's unsustainable. We all know that. However, there is psychological impacts of being of having to do that as well. You think about it, your body is consistently not getting enough nutrients. It's going to feel like it needs that it's in a space where it's really in danger in a way and it's going to get you to hyper focus on food because it knows it needs more food and that's all you're going to think about all the time and that'll consume your thoughts and your mind and everything everything you see will be food related everything you see is going to be you comparing yourself to someone else body image wise as well becomes your world and that's all you think about and all that matters to you and unfortunately really what is the key to being happy and content in life is generally not you. <laughs> it's not thinking about you. And it's when we get stuck in our own heads that we become so obsessed with ourselves and our thoughts and our life that we forget that there's a whole nother life outside of that. And outside of that is where actually all the good stuff happens and where we actually build confidence in who we are because we see what we can bring to society, unlike just being so stuck in our own head thinking that once we achieve this certain look that we'll, we'll finally find this incredible happiness and contentment in our life, which is just a huge lie. And I think too, going off that is, this is something I kind of say with the girls, like think about the people that you love the most in your life. Do you ever think about their body and what they look like and this and that and whatever it may be, right? Like you see yourself so, so hypercritical. Like your people are so hypercritical of themselves and the people that you love in your life, you love them because they're really sweet and they're really kind to you and all this stuff. And you never think about, oh, you know, like if they're carrying extra body fat or whatever it may be that you see in yourself, it's so important that you recognize just like in yourself that you have qualities that other people desire that have nothing to do with your body 100 percent. do you know as you're talking i was thinking i feel like as you get older you don't care as much right well <clears throat> not everyone <clears throat> excuse me i'm still recovering <laughs> from losing <laughs> my voice um but i'm just thinking back to young tash and I don't blame a lot of people because there is a huge amount of emphasis put on a female's appearance and the way that they look and then their value, right? Mm. So really, unfortunately, the media, even if you look at social media, if we're just being completely honest here, if you're quote unquote fit, like attractive, you fit into what society at that time deems as attractive, you will most probably get more traction on your Instagram account or you might find that you're more accepted by friend groups, which is just disgusting, right? It's terrible, but it is the way that we it is and it's because we're visual creatures and unfortunately the media dictates to us in some aspects what it thinks we should all look like, right? And the majority of the population are just sheep. 
So we want to fit in. We don't want to be the odd one out. And so when you feel like you don't fit that look, that is incredibly isolating. And then that reflects back on you and, and your value when you think, well, you know, what do I have to offer if I don't look like X, Y, Z, right? And that's the tricky part because that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. That's not just made up in your head. That's a pressure that every single female feels. And the key to overcoming that is getting to a point when you like you for who you are and you decide to live your life regardless of what others think of you. And, Jana, to your point, you talked a lot actually about comparison and I think that's the issue. So it's all of us comparing ourselves to somebody else and we're we're not ever going to be anybody else. And it just seems like such a pointless thing to do because you will compare to the day that you die, that's never going to make you content because you're never, ever, ever going to be that person. So it's just coming back to the fact of accepting who you are, regardless of if you feel like you match up to what society thinks that you should look like, which is a really hard process. And I'm not downplaying that at all. It's actually really difficult. Yeah, it's exactly. And I think um, to your point of like comparing yourself, um, a couple things that um, I've found to be kind of helpful is that one, knowing that like literally everyone has a bone to pick about themselves. It's just human nature. And what you are saying about yourself, someone else is looking at you like longing for what you have. So it's just like human nature. Um, And just, just like finding the beauty in others, like instead of like, I feel like thinking back of like, like young Gigi, like, looking at other people and almost being like jealous um being like oh like I wish I had that or whatever and instead now looking at them being like wow that person's really beautiful like good for them and their beauty does not take away from mine um and like you can just appreciate everyone else that much more and just like understanding that if we all look the same life would be pretty boring absolutely and honestly, going off to the comparison thing with social media being as present as it in, is in our lives, it's really tough to take that pressure off yourself when you're scrolling through Instagram and you're looking at these people from the best angles with filters on with you have no idea if it's Photoshop, whatever it may be behind closed doors. And, you know, people are seeing that but like behind their screens and they're like, well, I want to achieve that. But you have no idea what people are doing behind closed doors what they're using to edit their photos, if it's even real, right? So it's just really, it's a tough game to play. It really is, like you were saying. And I think you're right. When you do get older and you become more confident in yourself, you can kind of go through social media and whatever it may be and be a little bit more objective. And I think that takes a long time, but going through Instagram or whatever it may be and being more objective with like, oh, this is like, this person looks really good, but I look good too. Like I like this about myself too. And yeah, they look great, but what I'm doing for myself is great too. Things like that. I think it's important to, to realize. Absolutely. Definitely. It's all so fake. And I think being intentional is really important. You have to be ruthless with who you follow on, on Instagram. If you're choosing to just follow, I'm sorry, but like models or influencers that are purely just posting photos of their body and you look at that and all you do is compare yourself, you know what you think you become. And if that's what you're feeding your mind with, you're just going to stay in that negative cycle. Look, guys, this week I actually had a moment. I don't even know. So I hardly follow anybody on Instagram. I purely just use it for my business. I do follow some of my clients and there's a few people I do follow. 
And I got onto the explore page and I'm not sure who it was I was looking at, but there's two things that I've struggled with with my Instagram. Number one is business. Very easy as a business owner. For me, this is not body image related. However, it's comparison, right? So I'll look at someone and go, oh, wow, they're doing a really good job. And then I'll straight away go, oh, I'm not doing that. You know, I maybe I should be doing that. I'm not good enough. And so for me, I go, okay, well, that's a trigger. So I'm actually not going to focus on these people over here. I'm going to focus on my purpose and what I'm good at doing, right? So that's what I do. I steer myself away and I just, I know that's no good for me. When it comes to body image, it's the exact same thing with accounts. And I was looking at one this week and I don't know, I was just looking at her and she was gorgeous, like really attractive person. And I knew that the photos that she was posting weren't real. Like I knew she didn't actually look like that in life, but it's really hard when you're bombarded and it catches you in a moment when like, so (laughs) I don't know if it's TMI, but like I got my period this week and the week before my period, I just get, as we all get really hormonal and sometimes you can just feel flat. And I know that I always feel a little bit flat. And so you're almost like really vulnerable to that kind of stuff. And so you look at this person and they just look incredible straight away. You start to compare yourself. And in the past, what Tash would have done was really just allowed those thoughts to ruminate in her mind. And then also really that I would let that affect my confidence in who I am and not feel good enough. But I looked at that and I felt I, I started to think those thoughts and I thought, nah, like straight away, I can change that now and go, well, that's number one, it's fake. Number two, I don't actually really care because I like myself. I think I actually look good for me, right, for my own standards, not in comparison to anybody else. And I'm not going to waste one more second of my life and my thoughts thinking I'm not good enough because I'm trying to compare myself to someone who, number one, is not me. And number two, is probably completely Photoshopped and fake. And yeah, exactly. Time. It does take so much time. Yeah, yeah it really does. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> You're good. Uh, it really does. I was just going to say, um, just like another blurb on comparison, you just really never know what someone's going through to like on an extreme end, like, oh, like maybe they are suffering, like, and they are developing really unhealthy habits. And like, you wouldn't wish that upon anyone. Because as we all know, it's, it takes a huge mental toll on someone. Um, or maybe on like a less extreme end, like maybe they're working with a coach and like, maybe this is just their they've already been through the reverse diet stage and maybe this is their cut and they're about to go back up to me. So like, it's just, you just never know where someone is on their journey or in life. So like to compare ourselves, we're just, we always think of ourselves as the main character in our lives because we are, and we forget that every single person is their own main character. And so um, I think the word for that is called Sonder, which I really like, but, um, but when you realize that everyone literally has their own life, their own bodies, everything, it's just like, it just really puts everything into perspective. A hundred percent. And what I was going to say too is Tosh, when you talked about like being really particular about who you follow on Instagram, that's so important. I think one of the best things Instagram did was make the mute feature, right? Cause you, you know, you have friends, you have people that you care about that you follow. And if they're posting things that make you feel a certain type of way, you don't want to be unfollowing them, right? You care about them and it's your friends, family, whatever, but muting people where Maybe you're just not in the same phase, right? Maybe you're reverse dieting and you're putting on some weight, you know, because you have to, and it's healthy and you're following people that are cutting and they're shredded and they're fitness models and whatever it may be, that can be so tough to watch. And I don't think there's anything wrong with muting people that maybe it's just not great for your mental health or even unfollowing people that make you feel some type of way at the end of the day, 
you have to be an advocate for yourself and you need to be like, Hey, this is not good for me. And it's just not worth it for me to be negatively affecting my mental health scrolling through Instagram. Right. So that's just a blur one to touch on. That is, yes, that is such a great point. And I think all of this comes down to making a choice because sometimes it can feel really gratifying and good to just sit in um, unhappiness. That sounds really weird, but there's something gratifying about sitting in wallowing, I suppose, in self-pity and not feeling good about yourself. What's hard is to turn that around. What's hard is to tell yourself, no, I'm going to choose to unfollow these people because they don't make me feel good. It's really hard to stop the thoughts in your mind that are going to be just the automatic thoughts that you have, the negative ones about the way that your legs look or your arms look and switch that. That's actually really hard. What what the easy option is, is just to continue to think those thoughts. So it takes intentionality. And if you're not choosing to, to take the harder option, then you're just settling for where you are right now. That's a really sad place to be in. Anything good takes time and it takes hard work. And we talk about that a lot with our girls, right? Because you raise a great point, Vanessa, or Jana, it was around reverse dieting. I think it was, you were speaking about that. And we do find this a lot with our girls who will compare themselves to other girls that are in different chapters of their journey. And so we have some girls that are in a fat loss phase, right? And they're dropping body fat. And then we might have another girl who's been chronically dieting for years and years and needs to spend some time restoring her biofeedback, getting healthier, you know, reverse dieting. And that's uncomfortable, I understand. But you can't then just look at people that are at different, completely different chapters to you and think that you should be where they are right now. You need to do the hard stuff first in order to get to that end point. It's worth it. It's completely worth it because you're only yeah. to stay exactly where you are right now and never change. For sure. And I think something touching on that, like the hard point, you have to go do the hard stuff to get to the good stuff. And a lot of people don't post the hard stuff, right? So it's really hard to relate to the hard stuff when there's no social media on it. And you have no idea that, yeah, this person looks great now, but they spent the last two years reverse dieting and making sure their period was regular and all this stuff that you had no idea. You see a post on Instagram from two weeks ago where they're thriving now because they've put in all that hard work and you have no idea. You're just like, well, you know, you're kind of throwing yourself that pity party. You're like, well, you know, they have it easy because their genetics are good and this is this and this is that and woe is me. So I think being intentional and like just taking taking responsibility that, hey, sometimes it's going to be hard and like it, it sometimes just is what it is. 100%. Beauty is just like so relative. And as you were just talking about that, then like genetics and that's just easy for them. Like, you know, you guys, I've been in conversations with um, some very – like I guess in the standard of the world, like beautiful women, I've spoken with high-end models who are at the top of their game, who are, you know, like I've spoken to them on Zoom and I've gotten nervous looking at them because <laughs> I'm like, you're actually, your face is just like amazing. <laughs> it's just beautiful. <laughs> you're beautiful. And do you know what? They have so many issues. They do not see that. They're so unhappy. And you can be the most beautiful person on the planet. You can have the best body on the planet. If you don't feel that way about yourself, it means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. And so always looking at others, regardless of where they're at, and thinking you want to look like them, well, maybe that person isn't happy. 
And that's a really real thing. And I think people don't think that. I think that, you know, looking a certain way will really, going circling back to our original point, will solve all your issues in a way. Mm -hmm. 100%. And I think it all comes down to like how you hold yourself and how you see yourself. You know, when you see someone that's so confident and just like radiant in their like, just their personality and they just like light up a room, that's like, that carries you like so far. Like, no one is thinking about like, oh, like, what is your waist measurement? Like, everyone's thinking about, wow, like, you hold a conversation really well. I'm always having fun around you. Um, and you're just like energetic, a light. And like, when you're constantly worried or in the state of comparing yourself or with terrible body image, it's usually when your confidence is the lowest and when you are literally just like the black hole in the room. And um, that speaks louder than words as well. 100%. Yeah, seriously, I kind of said it better myself. Yeah, it's like people not wanting to do the inner work, which is the hard stuff. It's like trying to make the outside look really pretty, thinking it's going to fix the inside, but the inside's just rotten. And the, the inside work's really difficult. That's the hard stuff. But really, beauty starts from the inside out. And um, just a point, I guess, for me, talking about my own journey, which is a real game changer for me, is that I got to a point where, I mean, personality-wise, I don't particularly like to be like everybody else. I don't mean that in a weird way, but, like, (laughs) I don't like being told what to do, right? I I don't like it. I don't think most of us do, right? Most of us don't really like being told what to do. And I got to a point where I was really frustrated that I was taking on all of these other opinions of, what I think I should look like that is going to be acceptable to others. And I was like, do you know what? Stuff this. I am going to be somewhat of a rebel. And I'm not that much of a rebel, guys. Like, look, I still follow fashion. Like, I love wearing makeup. Like, I'm very much, but I enjoy all that stuff. However, I guess the decision for me was like, screw it. I am not going to waste one more minute of my time thinking I'm not good enough because someone else says I don't match up in some way, whether that is, you know, I don't know, the changes in what a body is, what a body should look like in certain decades, like what you should look like right now and what's attractive. Well, if I'm not that way, who says that I should look like that to be attractive? No, I don't need to. You know, if my hair needs to be worn a certain way, well, why does my hair need to be worn a certain way? I want to wear it the way that I want to wear it. And actually making decisions for yourself and not letting others or outside influences dictate to you what you should look like and and determine what your value and what you think your worth is. You are in control of that, but you need to choose that. That's another, once again, it's another intentional choice that you need to make. Exactly. No, I couldn't have said it better. And um, having like that control aspect, I feel like there's a huge um, control piece of it too. when you kind of spiral that way, but you can always, you always have a choice. I'm like, I, I, I like to say like, you always have a choice in life, how you want to show up, how you want to present yourself, how you want your attitude to be. And if you want to say like, oh, well, you know, I like old me would say, oh, well, I'm anxious. And when I'm anxious, I need to control something. So I'm going to resort to my old habits well, how about I'm anxious, I'm going to control something, I'm going to control, you know, feeling confident about myself, I'm going to control um, the good parts and not let, you know, that affect me because, you know, everyone has a choice. Yeah, and I think that's such a good point, Tash, like you mentioned too, like, 
when you kind of were like, okay, like what do I want? Right. Like, what do I want? And I think when we were talking about body image and kind of how we started, I think it's a good place to talk about how we got out of where we were. So in terms of like myself, like when I was at my leanest, like I was just not a good time to be around. Like I pride myself on my personality and being really bubbly and like very energetic. So when I was really lean, I was not like that. And I didn't like how I was treating people. And I didn't like how I was a black hole in the room, essentially. Right. So I was like, okay, I need to fix this <laughs> because I don't want to be this person. So, you know, going through my reverse time and like, Hey, if I gain some weight, it's so worth it because I'd so much rather be a good person than have a quote unquote good body, even though I am confident, like if that makes sense. So hundred percent yeah you to weigh it up like what's what are you sacrificing to look a certain way like are you sacrificing happiness your relationships yeah just like living your life for what so you look a certain way like at the end of the day what good is that once again you're just living for yourself and I think happiness always starts outside of yourself and it's always giving back to others and really understanding that and that's what it sounds like to me is you just realize like actually for my life this is not making me happy and what makes me happy is being the best version of me so I'm good to those around me and I'm making a positive impact on those around me and right now it's the absolute opposite because I have abs like is it worth it not at all exactly were you gonna say something Jana sorry I cut you off Oh, I was just agreeing. I was agreeing with Vanessa and I had a very similar experience um with personality wise I'm very outgoing confident person by nature and I just like stopped wanting to go out like I was just like cold and like I was just a sad person so I was just like exactly I was like that's just like not who I am like something needs to change and it was just like the fact of um having like those like hormonal health issues and um I just always kind of go back to like what my doctor said to me um when I was like seeing specialist and she was just like like you you need to like switch things up you, you gotta make a change you know I can tell that you care a lot about your health um and right now you're doing the exact opposite so it's just like paying attention to where you're putting all this energy into like you can make up so many excuses and you can say oh well I only eat these foods so I must be healthier oh I work out every day so I must be healthy well if what you're doing is like causing you so many issues then you clearly aren't aren't putting your energy in the right place 100 percent. it's it's usually when it gets to that point it's never about health it's like you said it's about control and usually distracting you from actually doing the inner work so distracting you thinking like we've talked about once I look better or I lose weight that's when I'm going to feel happier or I don't want to deal with my anxiety so I'm just going to exercise or I don't want to deal with the fact that I have control issues so I'm just going to control what I eat or what I don't eat it's just masking, like we said, that inner work and um, it leads you nowhere. It actually gets you gets you deeper into that hole, which is harder for you to be able to get out of. Well, yeah. finishing up this podcast, I want us to give our listeners some like tangible, I suppose, takeaways and things that are helpful. So we'll do a round table, kick off with you again, Vanessa. What would perfect. be like one piece of advice you would give to anyone listening? This is where I was going to go with it. So perfect. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, we're all fitness coaches, right? People have come to us with physique goals. I think it's totally fine if you have physique goals. I think it's great. Honestly, I have my own physique goals and I think it's great if you do have goals, 
I also think it's really important that you love your body for what it does and you love your body through that process. Self-hatred does not get you anywhere faster. You are not going to hate yourself into a body that you love. You're just not, right? And I think, of course, like, like I said, we are coaches. I think putting emphasis on I have, you know, goals I want to achieve, but I want to love myself through this process. Like I said, and I want to appreciate my body for what it does rather than, again, hating it into something that you love. It, that's never going to work. And I think just in terms of like tangible advice, like just be kind to yourself. There is no, there's no benefit to just absolutely just waking up and just ripping yourself apart in the mirror that there is just no benefit that no one wins in that game. So I think just in terms of tangible advice, is it hard? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's hard to look at yourself objectively, but at the same time, it's very possible. And I think we're all living proof that it's very possible to do. Love it. Yeah. I love that. No, and going hand in hand with loving yourself is just practicing positive affirmations is so helpful. Like anytime you have a negative thought in your head, replace it with three positive things. It just totally switches your mood. Like if you're feeling bloated or puffy or uncomfortable in your own skin, we'll just say like, Hey, you know, I feel really strong in the gym. Like, Hey, I'm working towards my goals right now. And these are my goals and I'm crushing them for the path that I'm on. Um, and it doesn't even have to be body related. It can be intelligence. It can be how thankful you are of your life or your friends or those close around you, but just, um, staying positive and not letting those negative thoughts, like Vanessa said, consume you is, is really, really helpful. hundred percent. That's so important is changing the automatic thoughts that you have about your body, the negative ones that just pop into your head all the time and realizing that you have the choice to actually not think that like you choose to think that what you can change that so that comes through positive affirmations and just repeating the things that you maybe don't even believe about yourself but you want to believe about yourself love that okay i have a few practical tips i want to give first of all i want you to go onto your social media and i want you to unfollow anyone that makes you feel bad about yourself or that you compare yourself to anybody and I don't even just mean body image I mean in any aspect if they've got a really good relationship that you wish you had like unfollow them just be ruthless you need to protect your own energy and your own confidence I want you to do that now the second thing I want you to do is for the following week on every day I want you to do one thing intentionally for somebody else that would mean you'd have to go out of your way slightly and it doesn't need to be big It could mean just for that day, I want you to smile at every single person that walks past you or I want you to send a message to an old friend just saying hi and that you miss them or sending a message to a parent to say thank you for everything you've done for me. Just something can be super, super little. Buy a coffee for somebody. I just want you to do that because I think we underestimate the value of doing things for others and how that makes us feel. That makes us feel incredible. And as we start to become someone that gets outside of our own head and starts to think about how we can make the world a better place, we in turn start to like the person that we are internally. So they are my two challenges for everyone. But I love all of that. I think there are some incredible takeaways. And I just want everyone to know that this is a journey, guys. We all have days and we feel, we get up in the morning, we look in the mirror and we do not like what we see. That's normal. It's just life. But that doesn't mean that's reality. 
right? So we wake up, we have those days and we feel terrible. And all we do, Vanessa's like, if it comes in the video here, she's just like this company. It's true. You've just got to accept it and go. And sometimes I just wake up and I'm like, look, I feel gross today. I don't think I look very good. I feel quite ugly and I feel very puffy. Now, I know that's not reality, but it is what it is. And I go, well, that's just the day. And I'm going to get through the day and I'm going to wake up tomorrow and tomorrow's going to be a better day. And that's cool. But it doesn't mean that I'm accepting that as true. Yeah. So girls, let's be rebels. Let's be rebels and actually like who we are and forget all of these outside expectations and taking them on as what we think we should be. Let's create our own expectations for ourselves, being the best that we can be and accept ourselves in that and make the most of our life and live it big. Live your life big. Don't stay small because you feel like you don't match up. Yes, I love that. I'm writing that down. Let's be rebels. Yeah, let's be crazy. Let's get crazy, guys. All right. Thank you so much, Coach Vanessa and Coach John. I've loved having you on. And we'll have to come on for another episode on another topic soon. For sure. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. My pleasure. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode, guys. Oh, how incredible are Coach Jana and Coach Vanessa? They are just honestly the bees and ease. I absolutely love them. So blessed to have them a part of GirlFit Method. Now, if you've taken any value from today's episode, I would love to hear it. I want to hear your feedback, good and the bad, actually. I want to hear it all. And I do receive a lot of messages from you all saying that particular episodes have been super helpful for you and that just really warms my heart it also really helps me to know what kind of content you want me to provide like what topics you want me to cover so please reach out let me know what you like what you don't like what you want to hear more of and I will absolutely work my hardest to get that to you So if you did enjoy today's episode, guys, take a screenshot of it, share it onto your stories, share it with a friend, and also make sure you're following and subscribe to the podcast so you're updated on all the new episodes. All right, that is it from me. Big love, Coach Tash. Coach Tash.